I have the most popular house in all of old London town. And I've got the biggest cult in the government. Welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast that pits great moments in history that occurred on this day against each other to see which one is the most goodest one. He is Jake Yap. I am Nat Tapley and we have really gone to town on today's facts. These are going to entertain, inform and delight you yes. whilst frustrating and irritating us. Yeah, that was two-thirds Rethian. Mm. We're two-thirds Rethian. <laughs> We're BBC but not C. Do you want to go first first? Uh, I think I went first first yesterday. You did, you're right. I'll go first mm. first then. Uh, I'm going to go to November the 27th, 1924. Oh, really? <laughs> or not. <laughs> Proceed. This is interesting. Mm. I'll tell you why this is interesting, because we're on two all. Yeah. Now, the rules so far have been that if we've got the same event, yeah. we get half a point each. Mm-hmm. And that's going to mean we're still level. Yeah. Isn't that the same as giving you... But what that's going to mean is at the end of this podcast, we are definitely... Not going to be level. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. This is like one of those sort of legends tennis championship games, you know, where you've got two people so closely pitted, it goes to a (laughs) tiebreak. Maybe we should have a history (laughs) tiebreak. Isn't um, giving ourselves half a point each the equivalent of giving ourselves no points each? Oh, nat, 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 (laughs) nat, nat. How depressingly correct... Okay, just saying. <laughs> we weren't adding I mean, needless admin. I'll just admit that we could just walk away and just not do the podcast at all. 1924, then. Yes. It was the inaugural Thanksgiving Day parade. Yes, it was. With Macy's, wasn't with Macy's, it? It was. Down yes. a two mile stretch of Broadway, I believe. Mm. <laughs> I didn't have that bit. It was from Central Park West to Herald Square, I think. Was it indeed? Do you know what? If you didn't even bother. Oh, I found out a different fact about it. Oh, yours is going to be better. Mm. Go on then. I like the fact that it killed Ragamuffin Day. Oh, really? So up until 1924, there was a day, or for Thanksgiving, the children of New York City would celebrate by going door to door and essentially doing trick or treat. And it was called Ragamuffin Day. Right. But the grown-ups were so annoyed about having a second trick-or-treating, happening within a month yeah. of the other trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating wears thin really fast. That as soon as the Thanksgiving Day Parade became a thing, they demanded that they stop celebrating Ragamuffin <laughs> killed, Day. Killed all the And children. the last Ragamuffin Day Parade happened in 1956. So was it Ragamuffin as in... I think it wasn't like up in homeless clothes. Clothes. No, no, they would... They would yeah, missed that! <laughs> pretending to be less well-off than they were to beg for sweets. Wow. Oh, Okay. That's a good fact. The first uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade had live animals rather than balloons as well. Oh, really? Yeah. They took That's them. right. They inflated the live animals, didn't they? <laughs> yes. Grotesquely distended zebras floating around, blood coming out of their Silently eyes. Silently mewling. Yeah. I, that's the whole joke. What's black and white and red all over? Yeah. It's uh, a grotesquely overinflated zebra, zebra. <laughs> at the inaugural Macy's Day Parade. I remember now. Not as snappy as the other versions of that joke, no. but, <laughs> but more much, historically much, correct. And much more horrifying. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, well us. half a point each oh, then. Fun. Amazing. Wow. And a fast track into the birthdays. Happy birthday. Let's get into the birthdays, because today we have the birthday of Anders Celsius. He only came up with centigrade. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My name is Anders Celsius, and I have this new method of measuring temperature. I call it centigrade. <laughs> that is what he called it. Seriously. He really, it was only other people who went, 
I'm just calling it Celsius. What's, calling that thing, what's that thing that Celsius keeps using? You know, oh, Celsius, Celsius scale. Yeah. Celsius? Celsius what? Centi what? Oh, just call it Celsius. Centi U. S E N T. Oh, wow. S C something N T. Now, um. He was a bit stingy, though, wasn't he? Was he? Well, like, when it's like 73 degrees Fahrenheit, he's like, well, 20, 21. 20, yeah. A bit miserly. Well, his was based on the boiling point and freeze point of water. Oh, fine. So that was, you know, although he did do it the wrong way round. 100 degrees was freezing and zero was boiling where he did it first. And then when he died, everyone went, what? That's rubbish. Just That's mad. So Gas Mark 4 was Gas Mark 8. Gas Mark 9 million. It was horrendous. Yeah. Everything was topsy-turvy. It was a world turned upside down by Anders Celsius. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Princess Mary Adelaide of Cambridge. She was the granddaughter of a king and the grandmother of a king and the cousin of Queen Victoria. And she was known by to her family as Fat Mary. <laughs> there we go. That's There's awesome. a lot of fat shaming there in the is. royal family. The royal fat Charles shaming Charles the Fat, is a... who I'll now never forget that you taught me about. Charles the Fat. Uh, who was nephew of Charles the Bald. I mean, really, the French weren't taking any prisoners when it came to naming their kings. In... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have known the revolution was coming, I think. Yeah. It was pretty obvious. <laughs> Oi, fatty baldy. Louis the Idiot. Yeah. Um, also, happy birthday to Alexander Dubček, who was the leader of the Czech Communist Party, who uh, tried to install a more liberal regime during the Prague Spring before the tanks rolled in and crushed him. Oh, dear. Yes. Happy birthday to you, Alexander. Hey, guys, why don't we all just, like... Can we be ow. less horrible to each other? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, happy birthday to Clovis, who was the first king of France. He didn't even get a nickname. Oh. He's just Clovis. Um, and actually, Clovis is the same name. It's the name that became Louis. I thought you were going to say Hovis. <laughs> How'd you get from French Clovis to Louis? <laughs> <laughs> also, happy birthday to Ada Lovelace, the Victorian... Uh, she was the first computer programmer. She worked on Charles Babbage's Difference Engine and came up with the first algorithm. That's brilliant. She's amazing. Okay. Also, happy birthday to Harvey Milk, who was the first openly gay elected official in San Francisco and was murdered today in 1978. That's a nice jolly one to end on. Yeah, I should have finished with Ada Lovelace, really. It's fine. Take us really down before it's we go fine. into round two. Yeah. Oh, this round two. This show's been going that way. Round two. Round okay. two. Pull it back. <clears throat> round two. I'm doing taking us back to... I've written down the wrong date. That's clearly not the right date. But I'm doing the Berners Street hoax. Have you heard of the Berners Street hoax? It's the greatest hoax ever perpetrated in London. Tell me. Mm. Theodore Hook bet his friend, Samuel Beasley, that he could turn any address into the most talked-about address in London in a week. Oh. And he did it by making up someone called Mrs Tottenham, who lived at 54 Berners Street, and just writing to everyone, ordering things. So, on the morning, if, <laughs> the 27th of November, uh, the maid was woken by a chimney sweep turning up, trying to sweep the chimney. She said, well, we haven't ordered a chimney sweep. Go away. Yes, sir. Mrs Tottenham. Yeah, Mrs. No, there isn't any Mrs. Tottenham here. And he was swiftly followed by 11 other chimney sweeps. 
<laughs> there were then 140 cold deliveries, no. wedding cakes, uh, the Bishop of London came, <laughs> fishmongers, shoemakers, one dozen pianos got delivered. Seriously? <laughs> yes. The Governor of the Bank of England turned up. The Duke what? of York was invited because he just sent out his saying, Mrs Tottenham desires your presence at 54 Berners Street, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The road was blocked all day. The Archbishop of Canterbury was there. <laughs> Any others? <that's> what? A- <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, there were six stout men bearing one organ. <laughs> <laughs> and all the time, Theodore Hook and Samuel Beasley are sitting opposite Crying over the road. laughter. Watching it all happen. What a great day. And that was, uh, yes, the Burner Street hoax. Theodore, <laughs> Theodore Hook made it the most talked about house in London, as every newspaper reported on it that evening. Everyone wanted to know who'd done it. That's, I mean... I sort of feel for all those tradespeople who yeah. obviously were mad. And the maid who was answering the door all yeah, day yeah. to the Duke of no, York. No, we don't need any more pianos. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Duke of York. No, it's all right. It's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that was 18 something, but I've written down 511, which is a completely wrong year. I'm depressed. Why? What have you got? Well, because, you know, I'm not going to be that. But uh, in 1975, in fact, mine's awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you prefaced yeah, it. With. I might just skip it. Uh, it's uh, the co-founder and editor of uh, the Guinness Book of Records, mm. Ross McWhorter, whose brother Norris McWhorter, of course, went on to record breakers. Mm. Uh, well, he's shot dead yeah. outside his North London home. Mm. And uh, police... By the IRA? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what the police think. Um, because uh, Ross, some would say somewhat incautiously, offered a reward of £50,000 for information leading to the arrest of IRA bombers. Right. Which was perhaps not, not the, the wisest move. Norris yes. went on to... Because they were twins, weren't they? Yes. Uh, they, he co-founded a right-wing political organisation mm. called the National Association for Freedom, now yeah. the Freedom Association. That was in 1975 uh, too. And uh, they have legally challenged things like trade unions, <laughs> the campaign for nuclear disarmament, and the European Economic Community. Right. Well, funnily enough, yep. they're still going strong. Are they? What and are they into now? They well, they do pub quizzes now. <laughs> we enter. We have to go to the fascist Guess pub quiz. Who hosts their pub quiz? The corpse of Roy Castle with a trumpet propped between his dead lips. Jacob Rees-Mogg. No. Yeah. According to Ian Dale, uh, these quizzes have gained a cult status. <laughs> I bet they have. That's a misprint. Yeah. Were they involved in the... Uh, there's a weird plot in the early 1970s with Lord Aspinall and Jimmy Goldsmith who were plotting, I think, or at least talked about having a coup of some sort to make sure the Labour Party... Couldn't be elected in the upcoming elections. Jimmy Goldsmith, of course, went on to found the Referendum Party. Yes. Which then joined with UKIP. Uh, yes. yes. So in terms of people... They had they, a lot a lot going on with UKIP and, and others. So, yes. What a bunch of lovely people. Fantastic. Game changers. Record breakers. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let you have it for the Burner Street Thanks. host, because that's so good. That's good, so annoying. We should actually... We should see if we can do that again. No, because no. It, no, because like those poor people. People actually lugged pianos. Yeah, but now they'd be and... taking a selfie and they'd enjoy. It. Look, I'm, I'm here at the Burner Street hoax with my coal sack. No, no, right. no. Hashtag six stout men. 
Hashtag one organ. <laughs> Hashtag two girls. Right. Uh, okay, fine. Then it's three and a half, two and a half. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. That's really annoying. Uh, I'm going to have to pull it back tomorrow. Mm. Uh, do subscribe and share and, yes. and tell people about this. Um, we, we can't grow if you don't tell anyone. I mean, <laughs> literally, it's that. We've, we've maxed it out. We've, we've told everyone yeah, we've that, told everyone we know. that's obliged to, to listen to us for historical And they're both really big reasons. fans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thanks, Mum. Thanks, Dad. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for another date fight. See you tomorrow. 